0: Hello and welcome to episode number 36 of the hobbies and happiness podcast where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy Tabletop gaming. I'm one of your hosts Dan
1: and I'm Jim and today we're talking about how magic's dead. It's done Game over
0: There's actually been a lot of people who have had, who have that exact, exact <laughs> thought and opinion, and they've had it for the past yeah. few years. Yeah. So we, uh, going back to episode 16, um, episode 16 of the podcast, we talked all about the future of organized play. Um, and that episode really came about with, from a lot of the recent, at the time, Changes that Magic had to their competitive and organized play system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So and 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 so Magic Wizards of the Coast um, has made decision after decision after decision for over the past few years. That honestly, and we talked about at the time, that really have shrunken the. Uh, the competitive player base, right? Sure. They they are just taking resource after resource after resource away from competitive in person play, and reallocating it to digital, right? Yeah. Um. And so what we're talking about today is honestly a a ramification, a big ramification of that. So, um, we're just jumping right into it here, because <laughs> honestly, there's 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 a lot of things that I kind of want to talk about with mm-hmm. this because. There's a, there's a lot of factors that um, that I'm really viewing this to, through the lenses of. So um, if you haven't heard um, Star City games so star city games if you're if you're unfamiliar right if you're not if you're not a big magic player, you're probably unfamiliar yeah. uh, maybe a little unfamiliar with Star city games. So Star city games essentially is a um, big I mean how would you how would you describe Star city games? I mean they're essentially a card shop. Right, yeah, they're essentially a card shop that I don't know how they really started.
1: Business, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, they're basically a large card shop who sells you know, sells singles, sells magic sealed products, and a lot of sealed card products. Mm -hmm. Um, so they they're kind of like us. I mean, they're very large. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not you know, we're 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 just the two of us, right? Um we have big hopes and dreams and aspirations. Um, and I, honestly one of them was to be like a Star State yeah. of Games.
1: Yeah, I remember. And we we we
0: had a conversation <laughs> just like that. So um anyway, they're a large retailer, right, who basically, you know, they're 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 catering toward the competitive card game player, right? Mm. Well, on, let's see, they released an article on January 25th, basically um, t- saying that they are no longer going to be producing strategy content for Magic the Gathering, okay? Which is huge. Yeah. I mean, it is a huge blow. So, I mean... It basically somebody tweeted this they're like so you are not going to be producing strategy content for a strategy card game like how does that make any sense so I mean there's there, there's a there's a lot of things here so um the article was entitled uh, scG announces forthcoming content changes um, it was written by Pete Heffling? Hoffling. Oh,
1: I think I know why. It's because it's not a strategy card game. It's a trading card game. <laughs> so they're guides about trading the cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: read like the first paragraph or two here um, <laughs> yeah. um, because it's it 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 really does shine a light here. So for well, for well over a decade, a sizable percentage of our marketing resources has been allocated to the publishing of high-level strategy and tournament-related content. However, in recent years, the overall effectiveness of our publishing such content has decreased substantially due to a lack of in-person events. Wizards of the Coast, Watsy significantly reducing their investments in both competitive Magic the Gathering play and the concept of the professional Magic player mm-hmm. and a variety of other situations that our content creators, editorial team, and company simply have no control over. So right there, I mean, this ripple effect. And I think we talked about at the time that when you're the company who is, who is publishing and making this game, when you make these types of changes, they are going to have significant ramifications within the community itself. And we are now really seeing it. Um, So next paragraph starts. During this time, we tried to stick with a slightly modified version of our same content publishing model, but doing so resulted in our content publishing division losing a substantial amount of money in each of the last two years. Sticking with that same plan for third year was not an option And in order to address the issue, I realized that we were going to have to make some significant changes to our content publishing model. Unfortunately, I also realized that doing so would require making some incredibly difficult choices. And then they go on to list basically the choices that were made – uh, personnel within the company how they're making okay. changes which is also kind of necessitating other changes that they're mm-hmm. needing to make
1: is it something phillips yeah cedric phillips,
0: phillips. yeah so cedric phillips um he, basically he did a lot from my understanding he did a lot of the um coordinating with all of the content creators um i mean he's a um the, the way that I kind of knew Cedric was a caster, essentially, uh, um, for yeah. a lot of the SCG tournaments. Yeah, like a
1: shout caster. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so, I, so Cedric is making a change. Um, so there's just a lot of changes that mm-hmm. they're making as a company, um, and it's not good. I got, I, there's not one person that I've talked to that thinks this is good. You know, um, and so when that happened, um, we posted the link. I posted this link in our Discord, which if you're not in the Discord, you should change that. Head over, <laughs> uh, check the description, come join our Discord. It's totally free um, where you can chat with us about anything. And this is this is a topic that we were talking a little bit about in our Discord. Um, and everybody is just upset and disappointed yeah. because, honestly, one of the things that SCG had was, I mean, they had a premium membership Right. Which, I mean, I can't remember how much it was. It wasn't a lot, but you paid monthly to get access to their um, writers and their strategy content. Mm -hmm. Right. But now with the changes that Wizards of the Coast has made with their lack of in of in basically lack of in-person events and also support for official in-person events from WOTC, um. That people really aren't looking for that same strategy content, which, which on the one hand makes sense to me, but also on the other hand, still doesn't make sense to me because if the game is still being played, and meaning, and when I say that, still meaning arena, because the, the game yeah. is still being played, right? It's still yep. being played, arena. Like, you're still going to want that type of content, right? But clearly, it's not profitable. It has not been profitable for SCG over the past two years now. So clearly, with the shift from in-person to all-digital, I mean, it used to be a hybrid. Well, actually, no, I take that back. It used to be favoring these in-person events and in-person play over digital. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, Arena... Has been a thing for how many years now? Um, it's been it's been around for a while now.
1: I was gonna say, um, I know that they had beta testing for Kaladesh. So when Kaladesh was a thing, that was like the latest set. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been a few years. It's been a few four years. years. Yeah, it's been a few
0: years. Yeah. And so at that time, I mean, Exelon. Ixalan.
1: Exelon's when it was official.
0: Is is okay? I think so okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been around for a while. So and in the early stages, I mean, obviously they couldn't have preferred digital because it was yeah. still you know, a baby, basically. Yeah. Um, but even those early years, it was still okay. We are um, we are still heavily preferring these in person events. And I see. So I wasn't even around arena at the time. Then I'm wondering if within the community. If this was a concern from the get-go, from the community, mm. if – because, I mean, I remember when when I started doing all this, um, that when I got involved in Magic, that there were rumblings from people and honestly just conversations being had, yeah. mostly memes and jokes <laughs> of, you know, it's, it's this is going to be all digital one day. Yeah. Um, And they're just not going to – they're not going to be supporting these in-person events anymore, Mm -hmm. like live in-person Magic the Gathering. Um, And, I mean, it was a meme. Like I thought – I honestly thought it was a meme at the time. Mm -hmm. But the longer it went on, the more conversations were had and we were like – Dude, I don't know, man. Like, (laughs) I think this is actually gonna be a thing. And there's and there were still people like, no, you're crazy. Wizards would never do that. (laughs) I mean, it's called magic, the gathering. We're not gonna get rid of the gathering.
1: (laughs) They could. Well, yeah. They're about to.
0: Yeah. So so I mean, like a change like this, I mean, this change that has been made over the past few years. I mean, this is a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, clearly you have now content creators who are essentially now losing jobs. Um so in in the discord we were talking about, we were talking about this. Um and there was one tweet that I I wanted to bring up here from uh, Amy, the Amazonian. Good content creator. I I always enjoyed watching her. She streams a lot of magic. Mm -hmm. Um, So she said, It's so disheartening because I've also seen myself and many of my friends unable to get sponsorships for or support for casual content either. And if casual and competitive content are both sidelined, what the heck are we supposed to make? I think it was in that article, too, they mentioned, like, um, this is this applies to um like hardcore not hardcore but uh, casual content and also um, professional level I'm, what's i'm I, I don't know what the word i'm looking for is but i know what i'm talking about in my head like the the, the casual content competitive there we go oh okay right there my bad <laughs> brain fart um you've got the casual the casual audience and the competitive audience mm-hmm. they're they're sidelining all of that content like Okay, so then you're just sidelining the game like
1: Yeah. Well, at that point what that, content is there? Yeah, a- like, entertaining, but then at that point doing like crazy highlights of combos or mm-hmm. whatever, then that's casual play. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know yeah, what Yeah, so they as would do. as
0: a content creator like wh- what are you supposed to what are you supposed to make? Yeah. And so when I read that and the conversation I was having with the uh, with the person at the time, the thing that came to my mind was that is why since I started doing content creation and I and we've had these conversations. Um, that is why I've always thought that it is a bad idea mm-hmm. to build your entire brand. Cause I mean, if you're a content creator, you're a brand, right? You're you're building a business, to build it around one game. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in this space, don't just focus on one game. Mm-hmm. I really think the smart thing is if you're a, if you're a content creator um, and you're in the gaming space don't just do one game okay do multiple games because in a situation like this um and i mean magic is so big but still like if you're doing that one game and that game dies mm-hmm. what are you going to create now so good example was when I first started doing content creation. Um, I was I was learning the game The Elder Scrolls Legends. So that was The Elder Scrolls Universe, and I've talked about this before, The Elder Scrolls card game, right? It is dead and defunct now. Like, you can still play it, and it's still fun. I still do play it from time to time. But nobody is making content for that game because it is not being uh, supported by the developers. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So if they're not supporting it right what are you supposed to what are you supposed to make content out of so i mean at that point if you're if you're making content for a game that's dead and defunct you now have to make a change you now have to shift on the spot like you have to flip on a dime and time like, to play Hearthstone.
1: Well, <laughs> time to play
0: Legends of Runeterra. You know, or legends, you know, or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've <laughs> been following a lot of content creators over the years. Um, one of my favorite creators, actually, I don't know if you know who this is, Mega Mogwai. He, mm. I think he start He's he he is he's a card game player, right? Um, I can't. I think he started with Gwent. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played Gwent. He's played um, Magic. He's played. Now he plays Legends of Runeterra. Um, he played there was the man, the Valve card game artifact, that's right. Oh, that one wow. <laughs> that one that came and went in yeah. like the blink of an eye. <laughs> <laughs> that game had so much hype behind yeah, it too. It did. Um, but he's just moved from like one game to game. Mm-hmm. And I remember he he left Magic to play Rune Terra. I think when Rune Terra like first came out. Mm-hmm. Um And I was looking at his tweet thread about this, and um, it was just interesting to hear his thoughts too. Um, But, like, these changes, I mean, they have ramifications. Yeah. They have actual big-time ramifications, and we are now seeing it. And it's Mm -hmm. not – and now there are big financial ramifications too Mm -hmm. because you have one of the biggest – the biggest strategy content providers now no longer providing strategy content for a strategy card game
1: (laughs) yeah i mean how how big like scg is when we compare the tournaments of pro tour being the highest tier possible right Mm -hmm. and that is official magic official wizards pro tour is it still called Pro Tour? No, Magic. Dude, Fest? I don't even know. Some is it Magic know. Fest? I don't
0: know. I mean, Magic Fest is a thing, no, uh, but they're not doing Pro yeah, Tours anymore. I don't that. think.
1: I forget what it's called now. Um, Where they do the tournaments? Uh, well, they they changed the name of Pro Tour to something else, like a like a while back. I yeah, don't I th- remember. I think the we name. talked about it. I can't. Um, I honestly can't remember because so, it like,
0: used to be PTQs, yeah, uh, and all that stuff. But it's yeah. all changed. It's uh, all changed. so so for Magic saying,
1: Pro League, yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. I I don't even know. I think that's gone now. It's It's all. So, if like the Pro Tour was the highest level competitive for Magic, right? Like the SCG was right barely underneath it. It wasn't official, but Mm -hmm. if you top SCGs, you win those. Like people know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is the second highest tournament in Magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, One of the things that I think Mogwai was talking about was, and I'd be interested in your thoughts on this, Mm -hmm. Um, for a lot of high-level play over the past many years, right? Mm -hmm. If you were to look at a tournament, you would always see a lot of the same names at the top, Yeah. okay? But how does that make sense in a card game where there's so much variance, right? So one of the points that I think he was making was people like seeing, and I hate using this word, but, I mean, I think I think it makes sense, like seeing a diverse cast, essentially, at the top of these tournaments. So mm-hmm. seeing different people mm-hmm. at each tournament, not seeing Reed Duke, Reed Duke, Reed Duke. No disrespect to Reed. I, I, love, I absolutely love Reed Duke yeah. and respect the heck out of him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but always seeing these different players – after every single tournament yeah.
1: it is a lot of the time um mm-hmm. that but then again there's a whole lot of really good players yeah. and sometimes it'll be like oh i haven't seen jim davis at the top eight mm-hmm. in a little bit but reed duke's up there and then mm-hmm. like you yeah. know at the time when uh kibler was playing mm-hmm. um you know he was up there as well and yeah. he's also in the hall of fame same mm-hmm. with reed duke right um i don't know if jim davis is I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. We could um, be wrong. We could but, be wrong. We're not like sure. even he does extremely well. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's so many other pro. Well, we're gonna put quotes around quotes these pro players pro now any, anymore. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of like yes, you continually see them, but it's I also see it as like a. Um, it's always like one of the X players, yeah. and it's always like oh well, we know all these players, mm-hmm. and these guys are constantly up there and And there's there's sometimes there was a recent i guess a few years now uh there was a tournament one pro player ended up going like two and seven he did terrible in Mm -hmm. the day and they're like this guy's a pro (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) you know so it's like you know there's that variance of he's sure you know he's not always at the top yeah Yeah. and sometimes people just do bad
0: yeah yeah no for sure for sure um yeah, it's just it, it's it's uh, it's just, it's it's interesting and it's it's sad. But like mm-hmm. the way it used to be, like with a lot of these pro players is back in my day. Yeah, <laughs> but like they'd have these their teams right, and they would yep. all work together. Mm-hmm. They would all group up together and like mm-hmm. test out their strategies. But now it's like you don't have to physically meet in person, right? You can yeah. just Zoom, right, or yep. just go in arena. But see, like even arena now still doesn't have the capability to okay let's get let's get a four team let's get four players all talking to each other right and spectate i think arena still has a long way to go on the digital (laughs) front but but what i'm actually trying to get at is you don't have to physically meet in person Mm -hmm. to work at all your strategies you don't have to um but that's how a lot of these players these again pro players like started and came up in the ranks essentially um, and it's just it's it's interesting now how times have changed mm-hmm. so much, even even over a very short amount of time. Yeah,
1: and even now, like if the pro players wanted to group up and do like one v ones, but you have two people on each team, then it'd be like you'd have to get into Discord, mm-hmm. set up a screen share, so that way they can see, and then you're talking through all the different plays.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that I um. I also kind of want. I pointed out in this discussion is, um I also think that this, this is a huge reason why local communities are huge and mm-hmm. very important, because now with the death, essentially, I I, I think I think in person <laughs> competitive magic tournaments are dead. I
1: was gonna like say, official
0: official. Yeah. Official organized tournaments.
1: Like the best thing we got is locals. That's about it. No,
0: right, exactly. Like, I mean, are they still going to. I'm not even sure. Are they still going to be doing SCGs? I I don't
1: know. I mean, we'll we'll well, have to see. I did look up, they do have uh, SCG tours still. Okay. So I'm assuming they are. Okay, But even SCG
0: tours are Mm -hmm. not officially sanctioned magic tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. You know, and and the, the SCG tours still are kind of going, go into this idea of local tournaments, mm-hmm. right? They are important. Like, if a local community wants to keep a game, a competitive scene alive, mm-hmm. then the local communities have to step up and provide that uh, opportunity and space for players of that game. Yeah. So... I mean, in theory, it really wouldn't matter if w- wizards decided to shut down magic. If there was enough magic players in our local area, which there which there are, like you could very easily keep that uh, meta game thriving in mm-hmm. your local area. Yeah. If there's enough, number one, enough people who want to make it happen, mm-hmm. and then a place that can organize, if just somebody to organize it all. Mm-hmm. So. Local communities are huge and extremely important mm-hmm. because yeah. you can take these dead games and keep them alive.
1: You know, there's a uh, a card game that Blizzard used to have, the WoW TCG, yeah, before Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah, that um, it's completely dead now, but there's actually an online community that has released more expansions to the game
0: they do that obviously
1: this is not official
0: yeah there's and there's a lot of communities and and again that's the great thing about the internet and just in this day and age like the lord of the rings living card game Mm -hmm. there's a lot of communities for that and they they release uh custom content all the time like Mm -hmm. Not official, but like official to them. <laughs> like custom content.
1: Um, Their judges have ruled it official. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Right. But again, all it takes is, you know, some dedicated players, a dedicated mm-hmm. fan base, mm-hmm. and then just some gumption to keep it going. Yep. And you can do it. Like that's a that's a fantastic. That is a good thing. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But but again, I, I just want to point out I, I think it is very, so very important. In this space, this hobby space that we're in, that local communities really stick together, number one. But also, you know, get to know those people around you and find – if you're a Magic player, find the Magic players around you, right? Get together. Play. I mean, we're grouping up with some friends of ours literally tomorrow. Yes. Like, to (laughs) to play some Commander because we enjoy it. It's fun. Um, Get that community Of people around you, go to your local game store. Hey, are there players of this game that come in here frequently? Because if so, I want to meet them. And hey, do you run tournaments? No, you don't? Let's start some tournaments. How many people know this game? Not a lot. Well, let's teach them. How can, you know, Mm -hmm. that's really, honestly, that's all it takes. And then whoever runs the the game shop, just being able to work with them. And they need to be open too. Um, So... I mean, just the ability to sit around a table and play these games that you love, I think is so very important. And honestly, anyone has that capability. One of the one of my favorite things is um and we've talked about them on the show a lot, Team Covenant. But they do something like they call it I think they call it throwback Thursdays, where <laughs> they take these dead oh, yeah, games. The live streams, they yeah. take these dead dead games and they bust them out on the table and play them. I think right now they're playing the Lord of the Rings, the living, not the living card game, but the trading card game. Oh. I mean, they play so many of these games and it's like, honestly, that's another thing too. like, just get a content creator, right? <laughs> who has a community play this game and then, you know, that that gets exposure to the game, too. You
1: know? Oh, speaking of, I don't know if I told you. I picked Probably up, like, not. a pretty good amount of WoW TCG stuff.
0: <laughs> nice. So, because
1: uh, there's, like, a, they have a a lair deck, which is essentially arch enemy. Okay. So then, like, you know, you have, like, three or four people in a party versus the mm-hmm. one guy playing the arch enemy deck. Okay. So uh, we're going to have to do that, too, one yeah, day. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. I, I'm down. <laughs> I am t- I mean, hey, I just played League. It's, Lee- it's essentially
1: magic. So, like, really? our entire commander group will just understand okay, sweet, it. Okay. Yeah, perfectly sweet. fine. Yeah. So um, this this whole
0: article was, it was sad. I mean, yeah. um, I think the way I found out about it was LSV, Louis Scott Vargas, who runs Channel Fireball, essentially mm-hmm. a competitor, a direct competitor to SCG. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you know, Obviously, SCG is a competitor of ours, but this is still not a good thing that I like mm-hmm. to see. It's still very sad. Competition
1: um, breeds greatness.
0: I'd, I'd be very interested to see how Channel Fireball is doing. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. But the thing I know with Channel Fireball is they are more diverse in a in their strategy content mm-hmm. offerings. Um, they have a lot more different articles, like for Flesh and Blood, Pokemon. They, have yeah. they again, diversify your content. Yeah. Um, and I think they've done a – from what I've seen, I think they've done a better job at diversifying their content than SCG has. Mm-hmm. And if Channel Fireball is succeeding and doing very well and SCG is going through this, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't take much to really see <laughs> – Who's the winner in that? A lot of people
1: are going to either move over, or I actually wonder how many people were like getting the channel fireball strategy guides along with the SCG. So then it it won't be like a hundred percent of people move over, and then you you know. I don't know if I mentioned this, but
0: I but I specifically had a SCG membership Mm -hmm. specifically for that strategy content, Mm -hmm. and now they're not doing it anymore. Yeah, so that's sad. So I'm very curious how many people are who are in a similar boat to me mm-hmm. who, yeah, where I was getting that membership, but I'm not anymore because, you know, that, that was the value that I was seeing. Yeah. Um, I'd be very interested to see how commander versus is doing um, mm-hmm. because that's, that's one right. where, I mean, that's not high level strategy. That's more, that's the casual audience. Yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of that, I did want to point this out. There was a, in that same tweet thread for SCG, so the writer of the article was like, "This was in reply to Brian Kibler, um, which do I have that tweet? I don't think I do."
1: Um, Brian also, Kibler was a, another pro mm-hmm. Magic player who now pretty much just plays Hearthstone.
0: Yes, yeah, um, he does do some casting, I think, for for Magic tournaments, but but again,
1: he I mean, also does the, the casting arena. for Hearthstone. Yeah. Oh, does he do stuff for Arena? Yeah. okay. Yeah. I guess I'm he, not surprised. Yes, he,
0: he does stuff for Arena, for okay. sure. Um, but anyway, the writer of the article was replying to Brian Kibler here. And he said, just so there are no misunderstandings, I still believe strategy content is worth supporting, and we plan on continuing to do so. However, we will be publishing less strategy content and more non-strategy content. And then, um, essentially, there was one there was a reply to that as a consumer of content of SCG for years how is non strategy content for a strategic game a good idea <laughs> i mean really i mean i i'm curious to like is he referencing like commander versus st- content like mm-hmm. that that is more casual i mean there's so much there's so many things that are up in the air right now yeah but and i i also think a lot of this also has to do with wizards push towards making everything commanderized in magic. Like, they are really pushing commander heavy. I mean, they've got to be seeing... There's probably a big sales... They see a lot of sales in Commander products. Yeah. They have to.
1: I mean, we kind of already knew. Yeah. You know, because we talked about how many actual people have gone into a locals... Yeah. ...who play Magic. Yeah. It was like 10 or 15% of yeah. actual people who bought Yeah, I, I, I remember those stats, it's yeah. It's so low. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so many people who are playing just like at home... Yeah. Commander's ginormous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean is the most casual friendly and and, and we've talked we've talked about digital card
0: games on this show for for a while I mean mm-hmm. we enjoy them I mean we're, we are not saying anything bad about digital card games Like, don't get us wrong we love digital card games I hate them but <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm playing a really big one right now <laughs> um, I mean one of the card games one of the games that I'm looking forward to in this year is the the DC. Yeah, the DC digital card game. I yes. am looking forward to that. that and honestly, really cool. one of the things that I want to, I want to implement somehow is you know when we start streaming, I want to be playing some of these digital mm-hmm. card games and kind of figure out a way how we can implement implement us playing those games into our content strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't figured it out. I mean, I, I <laughs> want to, um, but in, in any case, we love digital card games and we yeah. play quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. So like we're not at all bashing. Digital card games because we love them. We do enjoy them. <laughs> if if you're just listening, Jim was just basically making faces like, are we? But are we? Are we, we? Really? Really? Are I we, we? I
1: was gonna like the the Thor meme.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <we> <laughs> <laughs> yes. That I love
0: that meme. That that is has so many applications, that meme. Oh, it's great. But But anyway, um, magic is in a very interesting place because, I mean, it's been around for a very long time. How long, Dan? Almost 30 years. Almost 30 years. Okay. All right. In any case, it's been a strictly tabletop
1: game for 28 and a half.
0: It's been a strictly tabletop game for its entire existence. Mm hmm. Um, minus the recent push towards Magic Arena. Yep. Now, Magic Online, I mean, I mean, that's been around for... And TGO's
1: been around for a long time.
0: Yeah, it's been around for a long time. But, I mean, I don't know if it never got traction or really what happened, but it's just now everything is just being... Everything, our entire world is being digitized. Yeah. So Magic is in a very interesting place. Like, it's very popular, Um, but... There's just a lot of – if you've been playing the game for so long, you're so used to playing with these physical cards in front of you, (laughs) and you've spent – like, if you've been playing from the beginning, you've probably spent thousands upon thousands. You may have spent over a million dollars on cards. If you've been playing from the beginning and, like, you buy cards – a lot, like you buy cards on a consistent basis. Mm. Um I'm not saying I have.
1: I was gonna nobody. say, all right, <laughs> all right. I feel like millions <laughs> a lot, but if you're starting from the beginning and the value of your cards that you've spent money on, I could see it being a mill, depending on like if you again bought like black lotuses yes. back uh, then. For again,
0: like right, bucks, right. But again, <laughs> also, um what I'm saying is how uh, depending on how often yeah you you buy cards, yeah. right, yeah. and if you're a collector, whatever, like. It's possible. It's not mm-hmm. very likely, but it is possible. There are
1: people out there yes, for sure.
0: For sure. <laughs> I saw a guy drop fifty thousand dollars on one card at an event I was at. And he <laughs> I remember because I remember because the guy was like uh the, the guy trying to sell the card was like, so you you're interested in looking at this? He's like, yeah, let me let me check my account here. Hang on one second. Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i interested. I'm like, holy crap. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought I was balling when I was like four, four, 400. <laughs> I mean, you, you were, Jim. You I, were. Was okay. I was balling. I was balling. I'm like, I'm at Gen Con. I'm getting something. <laughs> I'm getting something nice. Oh, we did pick up that really cool game though The one where you play stuff at any time Oh that was so weird I forget what it was called, the Tales of Heroes or No,
0: something I actually I, I have I think I have the rules Over there somewhere oh, do you? I was cleaning out a bag or something And I think I had them there, oh, it was weird But yeah. I came
1: across it today, that's why I brought it up I'm like, <laughs> oh man, this game was great It was oh, a lot man. of
0: fun Yeah, yeah, for sure Jeez, <laughs> um, oh, anyway um, Okay so there's just in in an in, in a an article like this, when you have one of the biggest strategy content providers saying, "Yeah, we're not providing strategy content anymore." I mean, just yeah. so many questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's clearly, clearly they're losing money. Yeah, they are losing money. So why? Like, why are they losing money? That would be my 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 question. Well, I mean, we can answer that by assuming i mean clearly people are not consuming their strategy content okay mm-hmm. but why are people not why yeah i mean there's so many questions but i mean the answer honestly ultimately has to stem from wizards saying no more in person events
1: yeah i'm sure it is
0: i <laughs> mean it, it's it has to be and it's pre, i think it's pretty clear and obvious at this point that their their wizards decisions are Having so many negative effects mm-hmm. on, on on the pro magic scene.
1: And I it's mean, and it's not even like these pro players were making a whole lot of money. No. It's not like they were right. doing it to earn right. millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Some of them were doing it just to make a living. Yeah. Like, and it's not amazing. No, and it's not a gr- it wasn't a great living. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were just being able to make it. Yeah. And as of right now, like the pro players, the most of their money they're getting is from sponsors of like, I mean, we don't have this sponsor, but like NordVPN or or they'll do like some Raid Mm -hmm. Shadow Legend. Mm -hmm. They sponsor anyone.
0: Yeah.
1: Raid Shadow Legends. But now (laughs) 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 they do sponsor anybody.
0: Maybe we should get a sponsorship with
1: them. You know, I'll bust it out on the phone right now. Contact me, guy. I don't even know the company. Neither do I. The Rage Company. That's...
0: The Raid Company. That's I don't, great. I don't know. I do. I don't know either. Yeah. Well, I'll find it out. Maybe the company is Rage Shadow Legends. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, but 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 anyway, I mean, it's it, it's clear. It is it's clear yeah. that
1: it's not great.
0: Su- supporting this content, I mean, is losing you money. Mm-hmm. So, like. What are you to do like as a content creator, if you create magic content, what are you supposed to do?
1: YouTube that's about it. What do you mean YouTube? <laughs> what do I mean? Uh, yeah, you, you literally just have like live streaming and making videos but well right. but again, it, but, that's independent, not well, so much with the company.
0: Well but, but again, if no one is consuming that content, if no one is consuming the magic content,
1: what are you to do? Well, I'm mean, I wouldn't say no one's gonna consume it, but right. But but it but if you're not making as much money I'm, as you yeah, want. Yeah, I'm I'm more so saying like cause you know how like what's his name? C B C covert CGB CGB, that's yeah. it. Um because like that guy has like we're gonna put quotes around strategy guides for the game, but it, it's a more of an entertaining thing. Well,
0: right, but that model that model of what of the types of videos he was yeah. doing is basically the and, – and I'm not saying CGB was the first to do it because he, yeah. he wasn't. But I just that, brought him up. Yeah, no, sure. But that – his the way he does his videos is like the model that all card game players mm-hmm. do their videos now. Mm-hmm. I mean it's what I did too. Yeah. I mean, it's you play a deck, you take a deck, you do a five minute deck,
1: deck profile, deck
0: profile yeah. and then you have X amount of matches mm-hmm. that you want to showcase mm-hmm. in that your video.
1: They've been doing the same thing in Yu Gi Oh for years. Yes,
0: right. The, same the key, thing with magic. the key is the key in doing those videos is be entertaining. Yeah, right. That that's yeah. the that's the main key, right? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, it's. There's there's just so many factors.
1: Maybe uh, SCG is just trying to get like a stream team. I don't I don't know what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I uh, but it's clear that they're losing money. Yeah, it's clear they're losing money. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, I'll I'll be very interested to see where SCG how they pivot from it here. It could
1: also just be like cutting the people that. A lot of people aren't reading or watching, and then just keeping all the things that they know people are looking yeah, there's,
0: at. Yeah, they are. They are. They're making significant changes to the content mm-hmm. that they are basically distributing. Yeah, because they they're say producing they're, and distributing.
1: Yeah, because they say they're still going to have some of this content. Mm-hmm. It's not a hundred percent leaving.
0: And I'll, I'll bet you anything that they're keeping Commander versus. Yeah. Be, just because of how popular Commander is. Yeah. Like they, 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 I'm sure Commander Versus does very well. Yeah, I also,
1: yeah, I also don't know about like the other um, Versus series where it's like uh, I always forget their names, but sometimes Jim Davis will be on there. Yeah, for Um,
0: the for the longest time, it's been Corey Baumeister and uh, Ross. Yeah,
1: he's been really picking it up. Who's the other guy? Ross. No, no, no. I'm saying um, Corey would. It was Ross and another person. He was a Alabama. Todd, fan. Todd Anderson, Todd Anderson, yeah, 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 Todd Anderson, yeah. Um, so like, yeah, he was doing it for a little bit. Yeah, so they tend to either do like standard or modern. Well, yeah. sometimes pioneer now. Like those story. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, they did a lot of standard and modern. Yeah. But if
1: there's not like enough, you know, com- there's the inch. Yeah, there's no interest for those formats. Yeah, I I'd be interested cut.
0: To, right, and I'd be interested to see again now with arena mm-hmm. and historic. Mm-hmm
1: where's the like is modern more popular or is historic more popular yeah. they could also just turn those like rather than me and you sitting here playing the card game it could just mm-hmm. be like all right well now Dan is just going to be playing arena mm-hmm. you know rather yeah. than in-person events yeah. and then like having to deal with all the cards and blah,
0: so blah, so blah. we go we go from magic right and what now scg is doing to then you look at a company like um Legend Story Studios and Flesh mm-hmm. and Blood,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where they are one hundred percent committed and dedicated yeah. to that local community, that local in person community. Yep. I mean, if Flesh and if Legend Story was as big as Wizards would be, with their guiding principles, they would never have made these decisions oh, no. that Wizards of the Coast has made. Not and at again, all. now. I, I'm not trying. I'm not bashing Wizards for the decisions they made because, again, as a company, I get it. I mean, I get it. You have to make the these decisions to make your board happy, your uh, stockholders happy. I, I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. But Wizards of the Coast does not have the same guiding principles and philosophy mm-hmm. that Legend Story Studios has. Yep. And now, obviously, Wizards is also publicly traded and yeah. a uh, division of Hasbro. So, I mean, again, you've got a m- mammoth company whose only goal is to make money. Again, mm-hmm. don't fault you for that. I get it. I understand.
1: But we don't have to like it.
0: Right. <laughs> but but then also you compare it to a company like Legend Story who yeah. from their get-go, they have these principles yeah. of, no, community first, yep. right? Local community, mm-hmm. 100%, that's where, we're, that's where we are mm-hmm. putting our money. And that is where we are supporting. Mm-hmm. They would not make decisions like this. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd also, I am also very interested to see if in the future they come out with a digital client. Yeah. I'd be, be because of the type of company they are, mm-hmm. I'd be very interested to see if they do it. Now, they, who knows? They might have even um, come out and talked about that. I just, I'm not aware of it. I'm just not aware of it. But I'd be interested to see if they would ever, number one, and two, how they'd handle it. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested to see that. I think they should. Oh, sure.
1: <laughs> It'll get a lot more people also I would, into the game.
0: Yeah, right, right. But, 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 but again, the moment you do that... Mm-hmm that is when you're at a crossroads of where do we allocate our resources? Where, where mm-hmm. do we give the money to mm-hmm. do we give that more towards the, um, the digital side and make that experience better? Or do we keep funneling money towards, mm-hmm. um, in-person stuff, you know, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, because again, you need, you need a lot of money to, um, to, to handle it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, Making a video game is not cheap. Well, some can be. (laughs) Yeah, and you can tell. Flappy Bird.
0: Dude, don't knock Flappy Bird. Don't knock Flappy Bird. Look, you're not going to tell
1: me that it took 150 devs to make Flappy Bird. No. Okay? You're not going to tell me that it probably took more than five devs to make Flappy Bird. Dude, it probably took one guy. And that dude made so much money. Yes,
0: he did. Wow. I, dude, I couldn't tell you how many, how much time I lost to that game. Please, boop, please, no. Boop, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I'm wondering, do I even have it on my phone? I don't think I have it on this phone.
1: I wouldn't be, I would be well, surprised me, if you had look. it. Let me look. Flappy. Cause
0: like, Flappy Bird. There it is. Not on my phone. Dang it. Um, <laughs> 2013 mobile video. 2013. Oh my. Whoa. Uh, did you almost say dude, 10 years <laughs> ago, Dan? Holy cow. <laughs> 2013 mobile video game by Dong Nguyen is what okay. I believe. Oh, man. Flappy Bird <laughs> is a mobile game developed by Vietnamese video game artist and programmer Dong Nguyen. One dude. One dude. Under his game development company, Gears. Huh. The game is a side scroller where the player controls a bird attempting to fly between the columns of green pipes without hitting them. Nguyen created the game over the period of several days using a bird protagonist that he had designed for several a canceled game in 2012. Days. Several days, One guys. Dude One dude, a couple a of days. Of yeah. Actually, you know, my brother, um, he's got a degree in computer pro I can't remember, it's like computer computer science, I think is what his degree is. But okay. he does programming mm-hmm. and he's made a couple of games. Wow. And I, I helped him test Test out a game. I just thought it was the coolest thing. I'm like, you made that? That's just so cool to me. Yeah. But yeah, one guy, a couple days, couple days, made Flappy Bird. <laughs> if you don't know what
1: we're talking about, go look it up. Just don't download it or else you're gonna lose a lot of time. I was gonna say, I don't even think I don't even know if you're actually able to download I don't know the if you official can anymore. Yeah, that's been off the store. Has it? Yeah, that's been off the store for a while. Why did they do so, that? So I, I, I forget. Clearly, it's been, clearly it's been was, a long time. It was like the first huge mobile game. <laughs> um, and, it was. And there was, so a few years ago, um, all right, we'll start the timeline. Flappy Bird's <laughs> out on phone. few years go by. You can't download it anymore. Uh, then people were selling their phones that had Flappy Bird on it for like, <laughs> thousands of dollars are you serious yes this was an actual thing and so um now the only phones that have it are if you if you didn't delete it back before they took it off the store and it also used to be able to where you could re-download it if it was in your app history but it was off the store why? Okay, so
0: why but did now, they take yeah, it off can't. initially?
1: I, I don't remember. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> let me let me so, yeah, see if I can find it out real quick. If
1: you here. guys if you guys are younger than Flappy Bird, um, <laughs> I I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
0: Just look it up.
1: Did you, do your parents know you're here? <laughs> <And I'm> like,
0: <laughs> no. So Flappy Bird. Um, all right, let's see what we can find out here real quick. <laughs> um, all right. So that was we'll what I read was from Wig- Flappy Bird. I know this is so weird, but I'm here for it. Flappy <laughs> well, Bird go. is also
1: dead. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. So here we go. The game was released in May of 2013, but received a sudden spike in popularity in early 2014 and became a sleeper hit. Flappy Bird received poor reviews from some critics who criticized <laughs> its high level of difficulty and alleged plagiarism in graphics and game mechanics. Oh, man. While other reviewers found it addictive. It was very addictive. At the end of 2014, it was the most downloaded free game in the App Store for iOS. During this period, the, its developers said that Flappy Bird was earning $50,000 a day from in-app advertisements as well as sales. So free... It's free to download, but dude was making 50 grand. Damn, we're a in the day. wrong
1: business. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Floppy Bird was removed from both the App Store and Google Play by its creator on February 10th, 2014. Mm. He claims that he felt guilt over what he considered to be its addictive nature and overuse. Its popularity and sudden removal caused phones with the game installed before its removal to be put up for sale for high prices over the internet. Games similar to Floppy Bird became popular on the iTunes app store in the wake of its removal. And both Apple and Google have removed games from the app store for being too similar to the, or- to the original. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Dude, that's so long ago. I, I totally forgot so, about that. So
1: I remember playing this game a little bit. I did not play it a lot. I didn't get addicted to it probably cause like I played good games. <laughs> Um, so. What are you trying to say? Floppy Bird wasn't a good game? <laughs> that game <Yes>. was terrible.
0: <laughs> it was so good, man. Come on.
1: No, okay, it wasn't. question was Question, question of the day. What? Question
0: of the day. Did you like Floppy Bird? If you played it, did you like it and was it good or did it? If I see any
1: terrible? yes comments, I'm deleting
0: them. <laughs> like I will not delete them. I will highlight them.
1: <laughs> He's going to pin one every I will single pin day. It. Yes,
0: correct. Oh, man. Anyway, you were, were you saying something? Plus, I Dan.
1: Off? About what? I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, Dan tends to just look at the comments. I'd look when he's like, hey, there's a comment yeah. about you. I'm like, all right, let me I'm like, hey, learn. somebody's talking smack about you. Go read it. I'm like, all right, here's a heart, dude. Like, what do you want from me?
0: Oh, man. All right. So anyway, I don't know. I mm. do not know how we got to talking about Flappy Bird, but I'm
1: here for it. That was fun. <laughs> so oh, we were talking about uh, like, um, uh, flesh and blood making an online oh, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because yeah. um, right, it takes a lot of yes. resources.
0: Yeah. So you you know you look at Wizards and then you look at Legend Story. Um, I mean, obviously, very different size companies, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But again, i lo- I look at this issue, and my biggest takeaways are just the huge ripple effects
1: mm-hmm.
0: number one, from uh, from the decisions that Wizards of the Coast has made, right? I mean, it's clearly causing a fact after fact after fact after fact to happen within the game community itself. Mm-hmm. But I think personally, my biggest takeaway has been, Just the evidence from a content creator standpoint of, hey, you want to create content in the gaming space? Don't focus on one game, Mm -hmm. okay? Especially in our space uh, of card games and strategic games, there's a breadth of so many awesome games out there that you can just look into, dive into, learn about, teach other people about, showcase, showcase, don't just focus on one game because I mean, yes, even within one game, like there's so much content there that you can dive into mm-hmm. and open up and make for people. Um, but also don't I, I say don't pigeonhole yourself into one game because you can get yourself into trouble, mm-hmm. right? unintentionally, obviously, right. Yeah. But, like, the potential is there for mm-hmm. just these bad things to happen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest takeaway. So, I mean, I, I would tell anyone who's in the gaming space, try to f- try to find a couple of different games that you enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, honestly, because what you could even then do is test, test them all out. Mm-hmm. See which ones work, right? So, like, for us, like, our villainous games, our villainous content – by far is our most downloaded and viewed content, which is very interesting to me. Um, now, granted, yeah. we haven't done a lot of other different games. Um, but And, and again, that's it also doesn't mean, well, all we're doing is Disney yeah. Villainous, right? Like, that's not the case either. But mm-hmm. again, it's data that, hey, maybe the next one we should do, maybe it should be something towards Monster or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just, it, it's good to get that information and say, Hey, here's what's popular today. Cause again, you can even look at on your graphs of, okay, on this day, this was popular, mm-hmm. right? It's just, it, it's good to know that. Um, and then again, because you know, you you just, you, you, you run into that possibility of, well, the dev just canceled our game.
1: <laughs> now what, and you know, out of all the the games that we have played on the, on the channel, uh, which aren't like too many, Right, right. Um I think I like Villainous the least out of all the other ones we played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But so it's also that it just but it's also, the most popular, right
0: Yeah. Now. Yeah, it's and honestly it was funny because that was the f- first game that we played but also that was the first time you played that game this game too, Villainous, right? Um
1: wasn't it? Well, not not like on on <clears throat> on camera because we played it a few times.
0: But when but when you and I first when you oh, played that yes. game with me, that was the first. Yeah, time Yeah, that was that you the first it. time. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So anyway, it's just it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I think I think there's just the this. It just calls back to a lot of conversations that we've had on yeah. on this channel, um, just about. I mean, we we've talked about communities, um, digital card games. Um, Organized play. There's a lot of things that now, a lot of things just coming full circle. Yeah. And you're seeing, we are now really seeing in real time. Because before now, it's just been, here's these decisions that and changes that wizards are making as a company. Mm-hmm. Well, now we are really seeing the lasting consequences of those decisions.
1: Well, now I got to go to more SCGs in case they're like, no more of these. No more of these. Yeah. Because those are super fun.
0: Yeah. And, and, I mean, dude, seriously, but if they stop doing their SCG tournaments, there's not going to be a lot of big in-person tournaments tournaments for Magic. Yeah. And so at that point, again, what's left? (laughs) What you have in your local area.
1: Yeah. And if no game store is putting on those tournaments. Or at that point, there's also like, um, I'm a part of a few Facebook groups, and they'll They'll sometimes have people that are coming from different states to these yeah. big prize pool right. tournaments. Right. You know, it could be like we're getting rid of a case to first place and then another right. case for, you know, right. top eight or whatever right. it is. Right. Right. So or top four. Right. Um, yeah. So
0: that's that's all we got for today. Um, I mean, I, I didn't think we were gonna talk about this today, but I mean, with that with that announcement, <laughs> I we really I we really could not pass up we couldn't pass up talking about yeah. this unfortunately so and
1: it's not like we talk off like we talk a lot about magic but it's mm-hmm. not like mostly in path an entire uh podcast an yeah. entire episode
0: yeah but and again like this episode wasn't just about magic it was just here's what's happening in magic yeah. that can happen in, other in, stuff. in these other games yeah. that you are playing and this like, is like
1: the biggest card game out there Yes,
0: so like the biggest in-person card game. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 sad. It's just it's sad to see, um, like especially because it's a game that we love and enjoy mm-hmm. playing. That you, anytime it's a game that you love to play, you don't you hate seeing something like this happen. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well. Yeah, that's all we got for you guys today. Um, so, Jim, Jim, where can people find you if they want to hit you yeah. up on the internet?
1: Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram and I was about to say Twitch and, <laughs> and Twitter. I mean, you can also you find can, me on yeah. Twitch um, <laughs> at JimMorganHNH. Because you were streaming the other day. <laughs> yeah, I was. And I'll uh, I'll be back on again to uh, Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah. Okay, sweet.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at Daniel.G.Campbell and Twitter at <laughs> underscore G. Campbell. And you can find Hobbies and Happiness on just about every social platform. Uh, it's usually hobbies.n.happiness. If you go to our website, Hobbies and Happiness, Hobbies and hobbiesandhappiness.com, you will find links to all of our social platforms there uh, or the networks, the platforms that we are on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So if you've got a story uh gaming story that you want to send us shoot us an email at hobbies at gmail.com again follow the link you'll find the information there um also uh yeah if you could leave us a review on apple podcasts uh that way you can get we can get this uh, show out to more people that'd be amazing if you're watching on youtube don't forget to like the video and subscribe to our channel for more podcast episodes like, and, comment, and subscribe and uh more videos on the channel so coming to you soon can't wait all right so that's all we got for today and thanks for being here jim fun Mm -hmm. and we'll see you in the next episode all right see everybody take care